let's just do a quick test. Risa, what did you have for breakfast? I'm going to assume the answer is nothing. I had one of those little pouches of the fruit jello things that Christ. give you like like a two day, like a, like, what is it? A day's worth of banana stuff. <laughs> I, I don't day's know, worth of banana stuff. Yeah, day- proper survival rations. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Deep Dive from the Japan Times. I'm Oscar Boyd. Today, Japan Times staff writer Ryusei Takashi joins me to discuss the most high-profile event to be affected by the coronavirus, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Ryusei, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. So a couple of weeks ago, we recorded an episode with our colleagues Dan Orlowitz and Jason Koskri, and in that you concluded with some very wise words, saying that over the next few weeks we'd see a series of small steps toward whatever decision would ultimately be made about the Olympics taking place this summer. And that's what we saw happen uh, all the way until last night when there was the huge announcement that the Olympics will be postponed. So tell me about yesterday and the events leading up to that decision. Yeah, even by the time I got to the office, we already knew that there was going to be a phone call between Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and Thomas Bach, president of the International Olympic Committee. Just speaking from my perspective, I didn't think that shaped up for a decision to be announced that night. But... As the day went on, there were further announcements about the president of the Tokyo 2020 organizing committee slated to partake in that conversation. And then in the afternoon, I got a call from the Tokyo Metropolitan Government saying that Governor Koike would also take part. And at that point, what were you feeling? At that point, the newsroom started to prepare for a big announcement to be made. And so me and a few other reporters started making preparations to be able to break that story as quickly as possible as soon as it was made. After the phone call, Governor Koike held a press gaggle in Chiyoda Ward, which is probably about halfway between the Prime Minister's office and the Tokyo Metropolitan Government Building. And that's where I went, and she spoke to me and a small crowd of other reporters about the contents of that call. And what did she say? Well, she made the announcement that, that the 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games had been postponed. The specific details of the one-year delay aren't really clear yet, but... Koike, Abe, and IOC President Bach made it clear that the Games will not be held this year and that they will be held before summer 2021. It's obviously a massive deal to postpone the Games and I remember reading the news as it came in and reading your article last night and actually feeling quite emotional about the fact that it's been postponed because so much of Japan and the discussions in Japan over the last few years have been leading up to this one moment. But, you know, in terms of the context of the Olympics and the history of the Olympics, just how significant a decision was it to postpone the Olympics? This has never happened before. The Olympic and Paralympic Games have never been postponed. Uh, though they have been cancelled during wartime on three occasions in 1916, 1940 and 1944, Never have they ever been delayed, deferred, or postponed as they were yesterday. And this is the first time the Olympic Games have ever been derailed or or affected in such a big way like this during peacetime. 
one detail I thought was funny is that even though they're going to be held in 2021, the Tokyo Olympics will be referred to as the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Yeah, I saw some posts on Twitter last night saying that uh, 2021 is now going to be just known as 2020 brackets two. <laughs> this is 2020 brackets one. <laughs> it's just going to be a rerun of the whole thing next year. Um, in terms of what led up to the call, what were the big announcements made over the last few days in regards to the Olympics that might have prompted such a delay? Well, it wasn't until early this month that IOC President Bach even began to hint at the possibility that the 2020 Games would be delayed. Um, up until that moment, the IOC, the Tokyo 2020 Organizing Committee, as well as Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and Governor Koike were all sort of steadfast in their commitment to hold the Olympics as planned this July. And it was sort of a, it was kind of like a string of dominoes falling uh, one by one that led to the decision that was announced yesterday. To me, the first thing that comes to mind is IOC President Bach saying in an interview with the New York Times that the IOC was considering all scenarios. Uh, the IOC published a communique reflecting that that sentiment soon afterwards. But it was just earlier this week that Prime Minister Abe first hinted at the possibility that the Tokyo Olympics could be could be postponed. I think the other thing that we should note at this point is just the general worldwide spread of the coronavirus. Even compared to two weeks ago, it has spread so much further. And I think I read a report in The Guardian this morning that was saying 1.7 billion people are currently experiencing some form of lockdown. So to me, it makes sense that the games have been postponed and that they just became untenable to host this summer. But also leading up to that decision to postpone, there were statements from several big sporting nations, such as Australia and Canada, that they weren't going to participate in the games. And as well as that, we also saw athletes expressing their concerns about the games continuing as planned. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because part of the, the pressure put on the IOC and other organizing committee members leading up to the decision, um, I think a big part of it was the the number of athletes and World Athletic Organization that that called on the Olympics to be postponed. It was early this week that Canada said it wouldn't send its own athletes to the Tokyo 2020 Games unless they were postponed and the novel coronavirus had been contained. The Australian Olympic Committee told its athletes to prepare for the Games to be held in the summer of 2021 soon after that. And it was a few days before that that the Norwegian Olympic and Paralympic Committee submitted a request to the IOC calling on the Games to be postponed until the pandemic is further under control. And on the same day, USA Swimming called on the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee to advocate for postponement as well. And I think to add another strand in answering the question about why the decision was made, on a much more local level, we've recently heard warnings from Governor Koike about a potential lockdown scenario in Tokyo and perhaps elsewhere in Japan if the virus can't be contained. Yeah, it was just a day before the announcement was made to postpone the Olympics that Tokyo saw a record number of COVID-19 cases in a single day. And on Monday, Governor Koike hinted for the first time that a citywide lockdown may become the only option left if various measures fail to prevent an explosive rise in the number of cases in the capital.
so the news came out last night at um, around 9pm that they were going to be postponed. How have people reacted to that news? I think depending on which group you ask, you'll get different responses to the news of the announcement. It was last week that a poll showed that about 70% of Japanese people didn't expect the 2020 Games to be held this summer. That, along with the athletes around the world who have been struggling to access gyms and training facilities to prepare for what could be the biggest moment of their lives, um, I think you're going to see a mixture of sadness and relief. There are questions moving forward, especially when it comes to volunteers and ticket holders. Experts I've spoken to aren't sure whether tickets will be refunded, and Tokyo 2020 has not made that clear yet. And they have yet to make clear whether they're going to re-recruit volunteers and field staff for the Olympic and Paralympic Games. Yes, those are just two of the many questions that really have no clear answers at the moment. But based on the people you've spoken to since the decision was made, where does Japan go from here? Well, that's sort of the million-dollar question right now, or more like a multi-trillion yen question. Um, but yeah, that's the tricky part. Uh, this has never been done before. The Olympic and Paralympic Games have never been postponed. And to defer such a massive event, one of the biggest events on the planet, not just in the sporting world, but in every regard, by an entire year is a massive undertaking, to say the very least. And one not made any easier by the fact that much of the reorganization will have to be done while the coronavirus pandemic continues around the world. Right. The underlying assumption, I think, is that by next summer, the novel coronavirus pandemic will have subsided or a vaccine will have been developed and made commercially available. Whether you think that's likely is a different question, but... It's been seven years since Japan was awarded the opportunity to host the 2020 Games. And in that time, Tokyo, Japan, and organizing groups at all levels have spent just ridiculous amounts of money on the organization of the 2020 Games. And that all went into countless contracts, sponsorship deals, the reservation of venues throughout the country, um, and just an insane amount of logistical factors that from this point forward leading up to next summer either need to be reconsidered or redone completely. For example, the Olympic Village was originally supposed to be rented out to basically normal people after the Olympics were over later this year. Now that the Olympics are going to be held most likely next summer, the organizing committee needs to figure out how to resolve that situation. The latest stats that I saw that had come out today is that Japan had so far spent about $12.6 billion towards the 2020 Olympics, but they may have to spend up to half that again, so a further $6 billion to make sure that the, well, 2021, but technically still called the 2020 Olympics, go ahead as planned by next summer. Depending on who you ask, uh, the estimates for the financial impact this is going to have on the Japanese economy vary, very significantly. According to the research of one professor I spoke to from Kansai University, postponement of the 2020 Games for Japan by one year would cost more than 680 billion yen. But even though estimates vary, it's clear that Japan and just 
countless organizing bodies, sponsors, athletes, and stakeholders will suffer significant economic loss. We talked on the last podcast about how significant this was for Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. How has he responded and spoken about this delay so far? I think it's important to realize that from the very beginning, the Tokyo 2020 Games were sort of this opportunity for Japan to to use the event as an opportunity to rejuvenate its economy. And in that respect, not only did Shinzo Abe really promote the heck out of it, um, but Tokyo Governor Yuriko Koike also used this as an opportunity to pour just exorbitant amounts of money into new infrastructure, technology, and huge parts of the, the city's economy as well. One big aspect of the 2020 Games um, was that it was touted as this chance for the areas in northern Japan, in the Tohoku region, who had been struck by the 2011 Great East Japan earthquake and subsequent Fukushima nuclear disaster um, to recover using this this event as sort of this economic boost to bring tourism, travelers, and a lot of money into the area. Those intentions were in doubt from the very beginning, if I'm honest. Um, locals have criticized that sort of PR campaign, if you will, for a long time now. And now that the games are being pushed back one year, the process of which will cost huge amounts of money, how much of the event and its resources will will move north, I think, are even more under question now. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think it's very interesting, the language we've already seen him use around the postponement, shifting that story of the 2020 Olympics being the recovery Olympics uh, for Japan to a story of the Olympic Games that will be a testament to mankind's defeat of the new virus. So I think he's already quite cleverly, I think, positioning these new postponed Olympic Games as kind of the light at the end of the coronavirus tunnel. But I wonder, taking a slightly broader view, how do you think this postponement might affect the Olympic movement as a whole? Well, like I said before, this is the first time they've ever been postponed. And a huge event like this is going to be recorded in history in Tokyo as a host city is going to be remembered as such. Um, in the past, the Olympic and Paralympic Games have overcome boycotts, uh, doping scandals, a massacre in 1972 during the Munich Games, and the Zika virus in Rio in 2016. It goes without saying that this is a huge challenge for the country. And whether it can overcome this massive undertaking could reverberate through future Olympic Games, either as a success story or a cautionary tale. And I think it'll be interesting how history remembers this moment. You've been listening to Deep Dive with me, Oscar Boyd. Our guest this week was Riso Takashi. He's been doing some fantastic reporting about the coronavirus and the Olympics, including a fantastic article on Governor Koike's recent suggestion that Tokyo might face a lockdown if the virus continues to spread. You can read that on the website as well as all the latest on the coronavirus outbreak in Japan by heading to jtimes.jp slash COVID-19. 
A link will be in the episode notes. Thanks as always for listening. Subscribe to us, raters and reviews on whichever podcasting platform you're using. And until next time, stay safe out there. Remember to wash your hands and Pozzacare Samar.